Romans chapter 1 tonight. Romans chapter 1. Uh, we started a message this morning on why the world's gone crazy. And uh, we talked about, uh, I've heard that statement uh, over and over and over again the past uh, few weeks about the world has gone crazy. Everything that's taken place uh, from all the mass shootings to uh, all the transgender mess, the sodomite mess, uh, the political mess, the chaos that we're in. And for, a, and for a mankind that is supposed to be evolving, uh, boy, we sure are in bad shape, ain't we? I mean, they tell us we're supposed to be getting better, not worse. But it seems to me that we're getting worse and not better. And we looked in Romans chapter 1 and, and talked about uh, taking the Lord out of everything. And when you do that, uh, you are going to get worse and not get better. Uh, we talked about how that they missed God in creation. Uh, how that you can see God in creation, but yet because they did not want to see God, uh, they did not see Him. Uh, what was it that He said here in the book of Romans? For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, be understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Man is without excuse uh, for the shape that he's in because in the creation itself, you can see God. And what was it? The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Uh, he talks about how that uh, over in the book of Matthew, he, he talks about how that he takes care uh, of the fowls and he takes care of the lily, for they toil not. Uh, neither do they spin, yet they're arrayed greater uh, uh, than Solomon ever was. And so we looked at that this morning, how that man in creation missed God. And by the way, not only did they miss God, but they created a whole other way. And that to take God out of creation uh, and say that this thing just happened on its own, uh, that in times past, that just uh, in the Big Bang Theory, uh, that we were all created and here we are. That takes a lot of faith to believe that, don't it? Amen. I mean, it really does take a lot of faith for something that they cannot prove. Think about that. I can prove Jesus exists. One, historically. Uh, two, spiritually, because He changed my life. And I can take them and show them some, some, some deep-rooted sinners uh, that He changed their life. Amen. I can prove uh, that He exists. And so in the very fact that they missed God in creation, they made themselves wise. And we've seen that. It talks about because that when they knew Him not, or when they knew, when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, uh, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations. And their foolish heart was dark, and professing themselves to be wise, uh, they became fools. And then he went on to say and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like the corruptible man and the birds and the four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness uh, through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature uh, more than the Creator uh, who is blessed forever. Amen. And, and we looked at that this morning that they made themselves wise. They done what they wanted uh, to do. 
They did not thank God. They did not praise God. They did not worship God. Uh, no matter what they say. I want you to take your Bible and look with me in Isaiah chapter 47. I'll get started here in a minute. We'll finish reading the text. But go to Isaiah 47. And remember this morning, uh, we've seen how that Israel was our example. Israel was our example and of what not to do. Uh, and in Isaiah chapter 47... Uh, they're talking, the, ch- the children of Israel has talked about uh, that they would, uh, really that they were safe uh, and that from everything. And in Isaiah 47 uh, and verse 8, the Bible said, Therefore hear now this, thou that are given to pleasures, that dwellest carelessly, that sayest in thine heart, I am and none else beside me. I shall not sit as a widow, neither shall I know the loss of children. But these two things shall come to thee in a moment, in one day, the loss of children and widowhood. They shall come upon thee in their perfection for the multitude of of thy sorceries and for the great abundance of thine enchantments. For thou hast trusted in thy wickedness, thou hast said, None seeth me, Thy wisdom and thy knowledge, it hath what? Perverted thee. And thou hast said in thine heart, I am none, I am, and none else besides me. So he told Israel right here, he knew what they thought, he knew what they believed, and what they trusted in. And he talks about their sorceries uh, and their great abundance of uh, enchantments. Uh, He's actually talking about idol worship and devil worship right there. That's what he's making reference to. Hey, I I heard uh, one of our state legislatures the other day, Justin Jones, the one that was was, uh, removed from Memphis, he's supposed to be a preacher, and I use both those words very loosely, supposed to and preacher very loosely. Uh, And as he was in a church and he was fixing to pray, he opened up his prayer uh, with Mother God. Mother God. He ain't Mother God. He's Father God. I mean, that's that's stupid. I mean, mean, that's that's far beyond ignorant. That's stupid. He can't read, man. I, I mean, but then he... And I know some of you teach your children not to use that word, and I'm sorry about that, but he is tonight. Amen. But he went on to pray, and I watched this. And, and you know, one he talks about uh, uh, that he he was invoking uh, uh, and and that his past ancestors to help him preach. That's necromancy praying to the dead. That's so. I mean, we're talking about sorcery at places and And he's standing in a Baptist church. That one, them people didn't know nothing, and two, they wasn't going to do nothing with him right there. I mean, this this is what we're dealing with. And so in the book of Isaiah, they said nothing is going to touch us. Nothing is going to bother us. Their wisdom had perverted them. And that's what's happened uh, in why the world's gone crazy today. 
wisdom, worldly wisdom. The book of James uh, uh, talks about it and said, Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, listen to me now. He said, If you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. He said that worldly wisdom, uh, uh, he said it brings what? Uh, he said that it is earthly, sensual, and devilish, and it brings strife and confusion, uh, uh, and it's going to bring destruction. Well, that slips into Baptist churches all the time, don't it? Bitter and envy, it does. Folk have a bitter and envying spirit, uh, uh, and, and they say, well, that's just how I am. Well, you shouldn't be. You ought to get things right with God. You ought to get things right. So God gave them up when we looked at that in verse 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the, their own, the own lust of their hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Now notice in verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. So they changed the truth of God into a lie. So we begin to read in verse 26, and I won't ask you to stand tonight, but the Bible said, For this cause God gave them up in the vile affections, for even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. With that, you ever notice how you go through all this wickedness and this vileness and evilness and right in the middle of it you find disobedient to parents. I always find that a little strange right there. Without understanding, verse 31, covenant breakers without natural, flex, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death not only do the same but have pleasure in them that do them. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for another opportunity that you've given us. Thank you for to come and preach. And Lord, we thank you for the choir singing. I pray that it uplifted you. Well, Lord, it's preaching time now. We certainly need your help. And I pray you'd come by and you'd just uh, guard our mind and our thoughts. And Lord, you'd have our mouth tonight to be able to say what needs to be said. Give us boldness and courage. Give us uh, spiritual wisdom, heavenly wisdom while we preach tonight. I pray that somebody here lost and gets saved. Somebody that has a need, I pray that need will be met in you tonight. Let me preach what you'd have me to. Let me be very plain, Lord, in, in my speech tonight, uh, Lord, that folk can understand. And I pray that you'd help us tonight. Help our nation and help folk to repent. For this in Jesus' name, amen and amen. So this is where we come to the third part uh, where he talked about in... Uh, verse 25, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and serve, uh, who worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. And then he said, for this cause. For what cause? 
For what cause? Why go back? He said, who changed the truth of God into a lie and, and served the creature uh, more than the Creator who is blessed uh, forever. So God gave them up. Now notice, uh, and I preached on this years ago, uh, how that God gave them up to uncleanness. He gave them up to vile affection. And then you come down and that to verse 28. Uh, and He gave them over to a reprobate mind. But we find right here, uh, number three, uh, uh, that there is a marring of nature. Uh, there is a marring of nature. You know what the word mar means? It means to either injure or disfigure. And notice right here when we look at this in verse 26 and verse 27, uh, it said, As God gave them up to their vile affections, as they are affected, as they love, if I can use that word there, uh, in what they wanted to do, uh, they, they love what they were going to do and what they chose to do. Uh, they, they had affection for it. And he said the women did change the natural use uh, uh, into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their lust, one toward another, men with men working, which is unseemly. Uh, that's sodomy tonight. Uh, that's homosexuality tonight. That's a word I just, I hate that word uh, uh, more than you'll ever know. And I want you to understand something tonight. He said that it is against nature. Do you know that nature teaches us some things? Now, I mean, it's, it's natural for a boy to like a girl and, and, and a girl to like a boy. That, you don't have to teach them that. That's just a natural thing. Why? It's, it's in us, you see. I, I mean, it's, it's in us that uh, we, we uh, boys just like girls, men like women. That's, that's just a natural thing. That is the way that God set it up. You know, when He brought a help me and there to Adam, He brought him a woman, didn't He? Amen. Uh, listen, uh, uh, He brought him a woman uh, and put them together uh, and God instituted marriage and the home and performed the very first wedding ceremony and it was between a man uh, uh, and a woman. Amen. God done that. It's natural. Any other way is unnatural. Uh, and it has disfigured nature. 1 Corinthians 11 said, that not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him. But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her, for the hair is given to her, uh, given her for a covering. He said, nature teaches us those things. Nature. It is against nature to be a sodomite. You, you have to you, you have to go, you have to force yourself against nature to do those things. But notice what God said, what Paul said about God. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. Why? Because they had changed the truth of God into a lie. I mean, you can argue with people all day until we're blue in the face and tell them what God says, and we should. We should tell them what the Word of God says, but, but until they choose to believe it, it ain't going to make a difference in their life. I mean, they'll just change it into a lie. Uh, they'll just make it say whatever they want. Paul talks about how that folk corrupt the Word of God, how they twist and rest the Word of God. 
It is against nature. You know God give us law on that thing. Leviticus chapter 20 said, If a man also lie with mankind as he lies with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. Take your Bible and go to the book of Leviticus chapter 18. I want to show you something. I mean, this is how much God hated that abomination is that it was punishable by death. That's how much He hated that thing. And as we're going to learn, uh, we'll learn that, that those were the ways uh, uh, of the people that was in the land, uh, uh, in the land of Canaan. Leviticus chapter 18. Look in verse 22. Well, let me just back up. Look in verse 21. And thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass through the fire to Molech. Neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord. He's talking about human sacrifice right there. Giving your children and that to Molech. That that was a false God. And I, I, don't, think, I, I don't think folk are sacrifice, physically sacrificing their children and that to Molech today. But I'm going to tell you, they some that have sacrificed their children. They have. You, you, you have to raise your children. You not only have to raise your children, you have to guard your children. You have to train your child. You know, train the child when she goes. And when he's older, not apart from it. It's your responsibility to train. It's your responsibility to be in a Bible-believing church. It is your responsibility to make sure they sit under sound doctrine. Now, I'm going to make sure that I preach sound doctrine as long as I'm in my right mind. I'm going to make sure that. I'm going to make sure that our Sunday school teachers are teaching right things in Sunday school classes. But you know, it would do good for you to ask your children, what are you learning in Sunday school? Amen. Amen. It didn't do good. There ain't nothing wrong with that. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Do, do, do I trust our Sunday school teachers? Yep, I do. I trust them. I think they'll tell the truth. I think they'll take this book. I, I think they study and I think they search it out uh, and they try to find out what God wants them to teach. And they teach it. I, I have fun with my wife. Sometimes I'll say, uh, what are you going to teach for Sunday school tomorrow? I've done this yesterday. She said, I don't know yet. I said, well, welcome to my world. Hey, some days on, on Saturday nights, I'm still trying to get something from the Lord. Amen. Some days, hey, I have left here on Sunday. Went home on Sunday and went, I mean, I'm talking about Sunday morning. Left here and I knew what I was preaching next Sunday. That don't always happen. Sometimes I know on Monday, sometimes it is Saturday night, and sometimes it's Sunday morning when I'm walking through that door, and boy, we sweat bullets when you get up behind this pulpit and you still ain't sure what you're fixing to do. But they were sacrificing their children. There's a lot of parents have sacrificed their children to Molech because they've let them do whatever they wanted to do. You know, I said this morning about, you know, their, their you know, children, they're letting children who are not old enough to join the military and, and letting children who, who can't even buy cough medicine uh, or buy liquor and beer and all those things because it affects their mind. Uh, but to be honest with you, they're, they're letting some of them that, that you're still having to tell to brush their teeth and, and, and what shoe to put on. You know, I read an article today. I read an article today 
that in the state of Washington, my wife may mention this to me on the way home, and I went and looked it up, that in the state of Washington that it is in their legislature right now, it's already passed once, it's got to go back for amendments, but it's coming up that if a child wants to transition uh, from one gender to another, and I hate those terms, we shouldn't even have to use them terms. That is crazy. But if they want to transition from one gender to another, that if their parents do not want to, and they run away, that they can run to a shelter, uh, and they will not, will not contact their parents. They'll hide the, the state of Washington will hide your children from you. Now you tell me that's right. We've gone crazy, ain't we? Amen. Look in verse 22. Thou shalt not lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. Neither shalt thou lie with any beast to defile thyself therewith. Neither shall any woman stand before a beast to lie down thereto. It is confusion. Defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. For in all these the nations that are defiled which I cast out before you. And the land is defiled. Therefore I do visit the iniquity thereof upon it. And the land itself vomiteth out her inhabitants. Ye shall therefore keep my statutes and my judgments. And shall not commit any of these abominations. Neither any of your own nation. Uh, nor any stranger that sojourneth among you. For all these abominations have the men of the land done uh, which were before you and the land is defiled. That the land spew not you out also when you defile it as it spewed out the nations that were before you. How much longer? I'm being honest now. How, and you know this is the sad part. We, 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 when, when I talk about the end of things and God's going to destroy our nation and judge our nation... Uh, we, we think, well, God will come and get us. There's no promise of that. Oh, there's a promise He'll come and get us, but there's no promise that He'll get us before our nation is destroyed. There's no promise of that. They have marred nature. They have marred nature in the very fact of sodomy. It's wrong. It's against nature. Deuteronomy says the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all that do so are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. Now I'm independent Baptist but I really, I really don't think this scripture is talking about women wearing blankets. I don't. I think he's actually talking about cross dressing. I think that's what he's talking about. We've gone crazy ain't we? I mean, he's talking about men acting like women and women acting like men and dressing like them and looking like them. Hey, Paul talks about being effeminate. Men ought to be men. We ought to be tough. We ought to be tough, man. That's just how it is. Women ought to be soft. I know you ladies has got to be tough sometimes. I know that. But men, we just ought to be tough. I mean, that's just how it is. We've got to bear up and under some things. I know, that, I know that mamas and daddies have both got to bear up under loads. I understand that. But you do know we're different. Nature teaches us that, don't it? So he says right here, it is an abomination unto the Lord. God hates some things, but that word abomination is some things that God really hates. And so what you have is, he said they're doing what? What are the sodomites doing? He said they leave the natural use of the woman, the men do. They are against nature, what, the, what it says about the women in verse 26. And he said they burn in their lust one to another, men with men working that which is unseemly. That means not fit or becoming or indecent. Uh, he said, and receiving in themselves 
that recompense of their error which was meet. And I think this is it. Look at the next verse. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. There was penalty for their error. There was recompense. There was a repayment of things. Let me ask you this. If there is a repayment for that sin, then is God going to judge our nation? Is God going to judge the world? Well, sure He is. Can I ask you a question? Why, why are they so bent on getting children? You ever think about that? Why are they, why are they so bent on that? Why do they desire uh, to affect children in the way that they do? Well, they, they, they can't get us. We're going to fight them tooth and nail. But if they get your child, then they've got the next generation, you see. You know, was it, was it Russia? Was it Russia that said, give me your child till they're seven and we'll have them the rest of their life? I think Germany said, give them to me till they're ten and we'll have them for the rest of them. Now, I don't know how true all that is, but, but I, I tell you, there's probably some truth to that. They can brainwash them and put in when they're being molded and they're being formed, when they're in their smallest uh, and their youngest time, uh, all this gets put into them and it's hard to get out of them. That's why Sunday school is so important. We'll put the right stuff in them. Amen. So it mars nature. It disfigures nature. It's not how God set it up. So they decided to do that. They, they have what? What have they done? They did not glorify God. They were not thankful. And they changed the glory of God, uh, 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 in, of an incorruptible God, to like corruptible man. So God gave them up to uncleanness. So when he done that, they changed the truth of God into a lie. And God gave them up to vile affections. And when they done that, they marred nature. And when they marred nature, notice what your Bible said in verse 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. And we've seen that this morning and talked about that. How that was the primary trouble right there. They did not like to retain God in their, no, in their mind. God gave them over to a reprobate mind. So their mind is corrupted. That word reprobate, you know, you go back to the book of Isaiah, I believe it is, uh, where the first mention of it, and he talks about reprobate silver over there. Uh, and that's not, not, not enduring a proof or trial. That, 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 that silver just, it was reprobate. It, wasn't, it, it, it had too much in it that was wrong. But that word reprobate also means abandon in sin or abandon in error. And I believe this is where we are. And I hate that word abandoned because that's a bad place to be. When you're abandoned by God. He, he has, he's given, you, you know, you ever wonder why there's three strikes in baseball and we find three strikes right here, basically. So they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, so God just gave them over to a reprobate mind. He said, you just think what you want to think. You go and do what you want to do. That's what he's done. 
You ever wonder, you ever wonder why, why, why sodomites and, and why transgender people, why, why, why they think we're crazy and they're normal? Because God's getting over to reprobate mind. I mean, to do what? What did He say right here? To do those things which are not convenient. That word convenient is talking about fit or suitable. God is letting them do that. He has abandoned them uh, in that lifestyle and letting them do what they want to do. Ephesians 4 said, I say, I, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you henceforth not walk as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind. Why do, I, why, why, why do you think I, I encourage all of us uh, to protect our mind, to guard our mind, to watch our mind? Because what gets in your mind will be in your heart eventually. Titus 1, Paul put it like this. He said, Unto the pure, all things are pure. He said, if you're pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure. But even their mind and conscience is defiled. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him, being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work reprobate. That's what he's talking about right here. He said, folk, that are pure to everybody, uh, to, 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 uh, unto the pure, all things are pure. But he said to them that are defiled and unbelieving, there's nothing pure. Nothing. Their conscience and their mind is defiled. They don't see nothing wrong with it. And they'll fight you for what they think and for what they believe. But then this is the funny part. And not, not funny ha-ha, but just... They profess that they know God. You, you, you ever heard them? You, you ever heard them on TV? And that they get, that they'll even start spouting off Scripture. They'll profess that they know God, but in works they deny Him. They don't know Him. And this is where we are in religion and in society today. Everybody thinks they're okay. Everybody thinks they're okay. Just, just, just let us do our own thing, preacher, and we'll be all right. You, this, this is really how I feel about a lot of things. I just want people to leave me alone. <laughs> but it just don't work that way. I wish it did, but it just don't work that way. One, they're not going to leave me alone. Two, I'm not going to be able to leave this situation alone. You know, what did he say? He said, have, have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. I told you this morning, I would love to be able to go stick my head in the sand uh, and pretend that it don't matter, but it does matter. That's right. This is where we are at in religion and society. They didn't want to retain God in their knowledge, so God turned them over to a reprobate mind. I really believe that the destruction of our nation stands at the door. I believe it's been standing at the door for a long time. Our leaders, our leaders want to appease the very few that are radical 
And the people just simply want to please themselves. And God ain't no more involved. That's right. So I want you to look when man is left to his own devices. Look in verses 29 through 31. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural reflection, implacable, unmerciful. That's what happens. They get turned over to when, when they're left to their vile affections, when God has turned them over to a reprobate mind, and He says, you do what you want to do. That's what He's saying. He has, he has turned the light out. So in verse 29, he, he said that they're filled with what? All unrighteousness. So they're doing every unrighteous thing they can. Notice the fornication, the impure sin, the wickedness that they're after, the covetousness. Uh, got to have, got to want. Maliciousness. Well, that, that is that extreme enmity that, uh, or injury without cause. They, they just want to hurt you for no reason. It was a sad day uh, when, when that girl went over there uh, and shot up that school in Nashville. That, that was just malicious. I mean, there was no call for that. It's one thing to have to fight and be in a battle and all those things, but there was no call for that. That was just maliciousness. That was just of the devil, but I mean, there was maliciousness in her. Just wanted to be mean, if you'd let me say it that way. Full of envy. Got to have and want because you, God, or actually don't want you to have it. Murder, just killing somebody to kill them. Debate, always arguing. Deceit, a deceitful lifestyle, lying lifestyle, malignity. Uh, that, that word malignant, malignant uh, literally means destructive. In cancer, we have, we have two types of tumors, basically. It boils down to a benign or a malignant. If you have benign, the tumor's still there, but it is not going to destroy anything. They probably go in, cut it out, you'll be okay. But if it is malignant, it's probably going to destroy stuff. Same thing. He said, This is what they're wanting to do. They're whispers. Talking behind backs and trying to get something started. Backbiters. Haters of God. Just haters of God. Why? Why do they hate God? God's been nothing but good. It is the goodness of God. Romans said, is it Romans 4 that said, it is the goodness of God that leadeth thee to repentance. But they hate God. Despiteful. Want to fight. Proud. Pridefulness. Boasters. What they've done, what they can do, inventors of evil things, that's very self explanatory, disobedient to parents. Well, that's where we're at today. And what I was telling you, that if that child wants to leave in Washington State and, and, and their parents does not want them to, to, to uh, become transgender, then they'll just leave. Can't do nothing with it. Disobedient. Without understanding. It's because a lot's been turned out in order they won't understand. Covenant breakers won't keep the truth without natural affection. You know, there's just some things that, that, that you naturally uh, love and are affected by. 
Children's one of them. Any mama that would murder their child, there's something wrong, isn't there? Implacible. That means you cannot be pleased. Whatever is done. Don't that sound like people today? It don't matter what you do for them. You ain't never going to please them. Unmerciful. Ain't got no mercy at all. And then said this, Who knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. So notice what he said, Who knowing the judgment of God, they know the judgment of God. And they know that it's coming. Might want to deny it. You know, it's like somebody said one time, uh, that old atheist uh, stood out there in the crowd and, and was mocking and heckling the preacher, you know, hollering, God ain't real, God ain't real. And, and, and finally, he, he, the, the preacher had had enough and took off after him and uh, was going to chase him down. And, and he stumbled and fell. And the preacher fell on top of him and he dropped back to hit him. And he said, I'm going to pray that God just takes your life. And he said, oh, don't pray that. What would it matter if you was an atheist? I'm telling you, I think people know more than what they want to believe and what they want to tell us and what they want to show. But notice what he said, and I'm going to close, that they which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only do the same, but have pleasure in them. He said if they're committing it, then they're worthy of death. But those that take pleasure in it. We've got people today that are not sodomites. We've got people today that uh, are not for the transgender crowd or for any of this mess that we're in right here. Or for the board, you know, they're they're not going to have an abortion, but they, they'll stand up for their rights and fight for them. And, and, and he said, not only that do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. If you know what a politician believes because they told you what they believe, and it, and, and let me tell you this: you better believe what they tell you today because they're telling you what they believe. They're not hiding it no more. They're telling you, if they, believe, if they believe in abortion, they'll tell you they believe in abortion. If, if they believe in sodomy, they'll tell you they believe in that mess. So let me ask you this. What's God going to say about when you go cast your ballot? What you believe, and, and, and you may not want to agree with this, but it's the truth. What you, what you believe politically is basically coming from what you believe theologically. I have yet to ever be able to separate my political belief from what the Bible says. But yet people seem to do that. They tell you that they're Bible believers, but yet when they go in, 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 the, uh, in the booth, they sure don't vote that way. You know the great thing about the Lord... Colossians 1 said, And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. 1 Corinthians 6 said, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornication, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind. I believe that's talking about the sodomites. Nor thieves, nor covetousness, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. He said, that's how you were. But he said this, but you're washed, but you're sanctified, but you're justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. 
Now, I'm going to tell you now, church, I don't know how to reconcile uh, this whole mess over here with the mercy of God. I don't know how to reconcile all that. But I do know that He's a merciful God. And I know that if they'll turn and repent of their sin and come to Jesus Christ by the gospel, He'll save them. That is the great thing about the Lord. He told them, He said, You were this way in 1 Corinthians, but now are you washed? Are you justified? Are you sanctified? But they're going to have to repent. They're going to have to see their self for what they are. And say, boy, that's wrong. The world's gone crazy because they have said God ain't real. They made God just like man. And God said, okay, I'll let you do what you want to do and go your own way. Let's bow our heads tonight.